Hello, today is uh, November 3rd, and I'm almost at my fourth week in Uzbekistan, and I wanted to do a reflection on some of my teaching and uh, personal uh, interests and developments in my time here. So uh, I've been co-teaching. I really enjoyed that uh, with Liz. She's a teacher from uh, Virginia, and she's actually a professor, so that's been a great opportunity to uh Experience working with a teacher has worked a lot more in higher education than myself. I think I have a lot of experience uh, working with secondary levels as well, so I bring my own flavor to how I do our teacher trainings. And I think something that I've enjoyed from our time in training different teachers from different parts of Uzbekistan is getting them to engage creatively with tasks. It's something that... uh. I have to say it's one of the things that makes me feel most alive in my life is when I can <clears throat> allow people to have the space to reflect either personally or with others on how they can express their learning in uh, different modalities. It's just something that makes me really happy. I, I just do it for fun. And usually you would do it when you have an audience to perform for. So that's part of the process of creativity. So I made a poem on the spot about a theorist named Lev Vygotsky, and people really liked it. And it had a melody to it as well, and the syllables were counted correctly, and I was just very happy to see that, because I love uh, these kinds of poetic, creative uh, ways of expression. And then other groups uh, decided to present their learning at the end of each module, every module is about two days. Uh, they wanted to do it in a skit or, you know, as a talk show or as a rap. People took different approaches. So I just like that and I want to do more of that. It actually made me think of a really good song that I like here uh, by a Russian artist. And it's basically a hip-hop song. And I want to remake it uh, to one of the themes or one of the topics or lessons from the uh, Uzbek curriculum and then make a song out of those vocabulary words. So I'm going to ask the teachers to choose a song that they really want me to make on a topic or just choose a topic they want me to do. And I'm going to give myself a limited time of, let's say, 30 minutes and try to write really simple lyrics that could be used for students. And I think that it's an example of um, putting our own spin on how we teach and learn. And it's interesting because uh, in the United States, Teachers usually are given a curriculum or a direction in terms of a map of you need to hit this point, this point, this point, this point, and what you're teaching, but other materials are not often given to you. They may be, but you often need to create them on your own or work with a group, community of practice, and collaborate in creating them. So in Uzbekistan, it's a different context and different dynamic where the whole country is using one textbook and... Uh, Teachers can be creative, but as well, a lot of uh, the entry exams are based on your ability to not only memorize grammar, but be able to um, express ideas in a very formulaic way uh, because of that's what the test is asking. So, you know, the way we learn and what we learn is based on whatever we're being tested on and whatever we value. So I found that interesting because in the U.S., you, you know, they asked me, how do American teachers teach? And... I didn't have one answer because there's not one American teacher. There's also not one type of American. We're all quite diverse in our um, upbringing and cultural and social experiences as being just American. So I just said, you know, in different districts, you know, you will have a 
curriculum map, uh, you will have these points that you need to teach, but the way you get there is different. Uh, of course, if you're doing a standardized, you know, exam, such as, you know, AP, which are advanced placement exams, then you would be following a very specific series of uh, lessons in order to get everyone ready for that test. So that's one of the differences that I think is really important is this kind of um, way of putting our own individual spin on how we teach. Uh, I would like to share that I had the opportunity to um, <clears throat> do a little Halloween celebration with some of the other teachers, and I really liked that. We went to a, a restaurant uh, bar that is called Steam here in Tashkent. What I've enjoyed a lot about Tashkent is uh, the the level of you know restaurants and uh, I would say it's a, it's a cosmopolitan city, meaning there's you know different people from different parts of the world, um, and that makes it unique because you know every place has its own unique flavor. New York is also very cosmopolitan, but in a different way. So I've been able to eat different foods. I'll just share that. I've had a Georgian food. There's a couple Georgian restaurants. I've had Armenian food yesterday. It was very delicious. Um, something called Chorovads, which just means barbecue. I've had uh, Korean food with two other English teachers. Two of them actually had um, lived in the in Korea. Uh, I think Jetson and Josh, they're really... Uh, good to speak to. And I think it's great, you know, the expat community. We always want to spend time together, so that's nice. Um, obviously, delicious Uzbek food. At times a bit heavy, but I do like it. And I haven't tried all the different types, so I'll have to keep going at it. And those are the main types I've had so far. In terms of self-care, uh, I've taken, you know, when I have the opportunity, I go to yoga. I found a nice yoga studio. Uh, I try to go to the gym. I mean, we have a gym at the hotel where I'm working, but I because uh, I'm doing these trainings in a hotel. But I don't, I don't always stay in working out. I, I mean, I did for a couple days during lunch and this and that. But I need to be more intentional. The reason I need to be intentional is uh, this Sunday. I'm hoping to go to Samarkand, which is another city south of Tashkent, and I'm going to be participating in a ten-kilometer race. I'm not going to win. I'm just going for the experience. I actually have um, a wig. <clears throat> Let me show you. That I, I think it'd just be kind of funny. I mean, I don't need to, but I think it'd be funny to race with this just because I don't think anyone in Uzbekistan would be racing with wigs and kind of having fun in that way. It's a very, like, maybe American. I'm not sure maybe they're in Europe, but they kind of have, like, they make jokes out of things, and I think this would be really uh, fun to make a joke out of my my race. Not like I don't take it seriously, but just to bring joy. So we'll see if I uh, have the courage to wear this. I wore it during Halloween. It's my black wig. And in terms of language learning, I have my books. I'm not studying them a lot. I am hearing a lot of Russian, much more than Uzbek. Uh, I'm definitely a beginner in both I would say that I need to make more lists and also make a lot more uh, free associations because my uh, my strength, if you were to say between the three, you know, visual, although there's many more, visual, uh, auditory, and kinesthetic, 
I'd have to say my probably my first one is kinesthetic in terms of how I remember things. I remember things best when I'm doing them or when I'm talking to someone or they're talking to me and I have some sort of a relationship. But uh, it's a close second. My auditory learning is also pretty strong. Uh, the way that I do it, and I'm going to share right now, I, I, uh, I do this kind of naturally, but I don't necessarily do it intentionally. Where when I hear a word uh, such as delico, which means uh, far, uh, it reminds me of another word in English, delicate. So, so, you know, delico, don't be so delicate, you know, go far, go far for me. Maybe that one didn't make sense. Let me try another one. But delico, delicate is the connection. The next one is um, brisco. Brisco means close. So please go, please go, please go, please go. You're too close to me. It's another example of um, drogi, drogi, drogi. Uh, I guess uh, expensive. So don't be a druggie. Like that's too expensive. Don't do that. Um, what else? These are free association mnemonic devices. Uh, everyone will make it on their own in their own way. I met a teacher, um, his name is Ayatollah, and he's actually linking all these into a story. So each of the words would be linked in a story in Uzbek that he would remember. And then those stories of those words would have connections with the English vocabulary words. So he's connecting sound uh, from his first language to an English concept in order to have better um, reading comprehension skills for the IELTS exam. So here people are really into taking the IELTS exam because it gives you um, a lot more opportunities. Uh, financially, you get more pay if you have a very good score in it. And it also opens up opportunities to go abroad. And this is what I want to do more intentionally. I said I wanted to do even five a day. Uh, I mean, I have conversations with people, but I don't really intentionally sit down calmly and just write lists. And that's what I saw him doing. And I really liked it. So as a language learner, I think it'd be really good practice. Uh, also repeating songs, kind of karaoke style. I'm gonna start doing that more intentionally when I have time and I work pretty long hours. I usually start it, uh, I leave my home around 7.30 and I get home around seven most nights. So it's pretty long. Uh, that's in terms of language learning. In terms of music, I did find a person who plays the santor uh, it's I guess in Uzbekistan they call it the Chang. It's a Persian instrument. In Armenia they call it the Kanon. I'm sure they also have it in, in Turkey. It's it's a it's a very common instrument originally from Persia, and um, you can play with uh, kind of mallets or with your fingers on strings as if it was the inside of a piano. And I would like to start even once a week meeting with a teacher. I found a music school that um, will allow me to do that. So. Anything musical really makes me feel alive. I don't necessarily remember things very easily, like long sequences of ideas or long sequences of music or anything, but I'm quite at ease with improvisation. So I think that that element would be nice once I get a structure. Uh, as in terms of music, I've discussed about food. I've talked about self-care. I try to do yoga two times a week if I can and a little bit of breathing exercises. And uh, that's my overview. Uh, no, you know, almost finishing my fourth week here uh, in Tashkent. And thank you. Look forward to giving you more updates very soon after I do my race in Samarkand. <laughs>